0: It is a question to which there are very few imaginable innocent answers. Why do you have a fortune in cash stuffed into the cushions of your sofa? Uh... If you happen to find yourself being asked it while serving as president of your country, your potential selection of reassuring responses is narrowed still further. On balance, you might be best off pointing excitedly at a squirrel and legging it for the fire escape while your interrogators are distracted. Such is the public relations challenge which has been besetting Cyril Ramaphosa, President of South Africa, for some months now, and which events this week may be bringing to some sort of resolution. A report by an independent expert panel commissioned by South Africa's parliament to get to the bottom of matters was dispiriting reading for the president. The report accused him of tax evasion, holding undeclared foreign currency, failing to inform police of a robbery and gross misuse of state resources, and suggested that this all amounted to grounds for impeachment at the very least. Before we embark on a brisk recap of how we got here and speculate wildly on what might occur next, we should note that President Ramaphosa denies absolutely everything. I deny that there was any form of money laundering, and I've said it more publicly, that it was proceeds of sale of game. So... Back in June, a former Director General of South Africa's State Security Agency, or SSA, South Africa's answer to MI5, filed a criminal complaint against the President. Arthur Fraser, for it was he, alleged that in February 2020, thieves tipped off by a domestic servant had broken into the President's private residence on Palapala, a game farm owned by Ramaphosa, and stolen somewhere north of 4 million US dollars in banknotes, which had been stuffed into sofa cushions, and that Ramaphosa had not reported the crime to the police, the cash to the Reserve Bank, or the means by which he had come by it to the pertinent tax authorities. Even more weirdly, Fraser alleged that Ramaphosa had subsequently engaged presidential security officers to track down the thieves and pay them to keep their yaps shut. President Ramaphosa's response to the allegations raised rather more questions than it answered. Everybody knew that President Ramaphosa is a rich man. Before going into politics, he cleaned up in mining and cattle farming, among other interests. Ramaposa claimed that, rather than the millions claimed to have been looted, it was a mere $580,000 or so. An enormous amount of money, to be sure, but maybe an amount someone as hilariously wealthy as Ramaposa could plausibly lose down the back of a couch. He said he'd received it for the sale of cows. Cows which, as a few pettifogging sceptics noted, were still grazing on his farm. <laughs> A Dubai-based Sudanese businessman this week said he'd paid the 580 grand, then subsequently changed his mind about the cows. He has not, as yet, had his money back. Ramaphosa and his allies have also sought to discredit the president's accuser as an embittered malcontent with an axe to grind. This is fair enough, inasmuch as Arthur Fraser is an embittered malcontent with an axe to grind. He is a close ally of Ramaphosa's predecessor, Jacob Zuma, and was demoted from his role as head of the SSA by Ramaphosa in 2018. Fraser is also in legal difficulties of his own, facing charges of obstructing justice relating to his role in securing a medical parole for former President Zuma, who was doing a stretch for contempt of court after refusing to appear at an inquiry into corruption. Zuma, whose parole was declared unlawful by South Africa's Supreme Court of Appeal, and is due back in the clink, has accused Ramaphosa of being a thief and a criminal, to which Ramaphosa would be entitled to retort that it takes one to know one. However, not every embittered malcontent with an axe to grind is wrong, and Ramaphosa's defences of his conduct to date have been drawn very much from the dog-ate-my-homework end of the spectrum of excuses. I uh, didn't do it. Which brings us to what might happen next. Parliament was supposed to debate the report this week, but this has been punted to next Tuesday to give MPs time to get to Cape Town. In theory, Parliament could impeach Ramaphosa, but Ramaphosa's party, the African National Congress, which has governed South Africa for 28 years, has already said it won't vote for any such motion. It means we must remove ourselves from power. That's what you are saying. You are saying we must impeach ourselves. Imagine if we made it so easy for the president to be removed from positions of responsibility, what will happen? Ramaphosa could, and arguably should, resign, but appears determined on toughing it out, calling for a judicial review of the report into what has become known as Farmgate. He may also have calculated that as long as he stays president, it will be difficult to prosecute him, should anyone fancy their chances. The court may well decide that it, uh, it would be futile, uh, for it to adjudicate on the report when Parliament, as the primary body to whom the report was handed, has rejected that report. And of course it is within Parliament's remit to do so, because that report is mere a mere guide or advisory to Parliament and not binding. The ANC's annual national conference begins next week. He has already signalled his intention to stand for re-election as party leader. It is, however, possible that the ANC have miscalculated. Parties which have grown complacent on three decades of uninterrupted power often do. And South Africans are beset by crime, social unrest, blackouts and bad governance. As a consequence, South Africa is not quite the one-party state it has generally been since the end of apartheid. Local elections this time last year saw the ANC's vote share dip below 50% for the first time, amid growing and quite reasonable anger at the ANC's ineptitude and corruption. Cyril Ramaphosa has brought the African National Congress into disrepute. He's got serious prima facie matters to answer, as the independent panel has indicated with their findings. Therefore, Cyril Ramaphosa, if he had any integrity would have stepped down to avoid the African National Congress and the government of South Africa to face the kind of embarrassment that is causing for all of us. A perception that the ANC is covering up corruption ineptly might prove an insult too far. For Monocle24, I'm Andrew Muller.